0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And we are now in day nine of the 15-day quarantine. If it feels a little bit longer to you than than nine days so far, you are not alone. And it was an an eventful start to the week as futures were down almost 1,000 points last night. Before the Fed acted this morning and took futures higher by announcing they are basically all in on unlimited quantitative easing. And they will purchase $125 billion in securities every day this week. After the Fed announcements, like I said, futures went higher ahead of the open. Then came the news, similar to last night, that the Senate bill... Failed last night and then failed again today, kind of making that unsure about when this package will go through. Some saying it might be as long as waiting till Friday on that. But now we're getting good to see this play out. The markets are going to keep putting pressure on the Fed and our political leaders until it gets what it wants, which is more U.S. debt. And we've been talking about that here For a long time now, it's been a major theme for us about the markets wanting more U.S. debt, a story you won't hear anywhere in the mainstream media. They really can't say that Trump was right about anything, but he's been hounding the Federal Reserve to print more money, and lower rates since he started in office, and that is what we see is going to start happening here, and that's what we've gotten in a lot of ways. Rates have continued to plummet. It, the way we see it, it is simple supply and demand. The market is screaming for more U.S. debt. And until we get it, the market is going to keep putting pressure on. Right now, there's just a shortage of everything tied to the U.S. dollar. And that is why the U.S. dollar has continued to climb in the face of what could be bailouts in an excess of $5 trillion. The Fed has already started printing money. And a lot of people are wondering, why hasn't the dollar began to fall on that is a big reason why the world wants more US debt. And we saw that today. Rates continuing to fall. The dollar remains strong. This is the highest value on the dollar since 2016. And that's not too far back. But to find another time we were higher than that, you got to go all the way back to 2002. But if you go further back than that, you'll see the dollar is still in a long term downtrend. And These extreme stimulus measures that we're talking about here will help bring down the dollar in in the short term here, long term more so. Uh, But Kip tweeted this out earlier today, and I wanted to to read this off for you here as this is what we see happening right now. It's playing out. And once we're on the other side of these of the coronavirus fears, here's what this is going to look like. And it's incredibly bullish rates at record low levels. Much lower energy costs. Oil continuing to, to, to be at these low levels is unbelievable. I'll get to more on that in a minute. China is done for. Think about all of the things that we are going to bring back stateside now to produce. Talking about medical supplies, the ingredients that go into much, much of our everyday medicine. Um, and just overall, between trade and everything that we produce in China factories, we're going to be bringing it back home. We're going to be left with lower taxes. We're already seeing that um, in the tax, ex- tax extension right now. But massive economic stimulus programs and infrastructure deal. that That is Trump's checklist for the last three years, essentially to a T. And goes back to our major theme here, which, of course, we don't want to make light. Of anybody who's been affected by this crisis. It is surely more than just the people who've actually gotten the disease, but now it has become an economic worry for many people. But you can't let a crisis go to waste. And that is what we've been talking about here that Trump has been knocking off things that have been on his shopping list for years. And at the same time, getting the opportunity to destroy a rival party and as well as their presidential nominee right now. In case you haven't noticed, uh, Joe Biden did put out some stuff today, but other than that, has essentially disappeared during the time when the country needs somebody the most, right? You'd think that it, as a presidential nominee, you'd want to be out at the forefront of this right now, but that's not what, what he has done at all. Even the videos he put out today seem to be like they were recorded days ago. Uh, the stuff that he was talking about, some of it's already been done. Um, it's, it's It was very entertaining in some ways, but... We continue to see the dollar will begin to weaken as well. Trump has been calling for that since he got into office, and we will be left with major stimulus for our economy once we get through this period. Looking at our markets on the day, you can see that there is continued pressure being put on our elected leaders to take some action here as all four of our major indexes closed lower on the day. The Nasdaq did lead the way, which you know we want to continue to see it hold up like it did today, really Wasn't down much at all, 0.27%. And we wanted to see tech continue to hold up. And we saw that in the semis today as the semis rallied up 3.5% or so for the SMH ETF. Just a strong move for the semis. uh, One we've been talking about here for a long time. With the NASDAQ finishing at 6,860 on the day. We were followed there by the Russell 2000, which was down 1.13% today to 1,002. We were followed there by the S&P 500, almost down 3% on the day to 2,237. And lastly, the Dow down 3.04% to 18,591. Now, looking at our, excuse me, our internals on the day, we continue to hold, and this is an important one. We do continue to hold above the low from about a week and a half ago. It was Thursday, so you know not the last Thursday, but the Thursday before, where we saw that major sell-off and, the internals were just crushed. So we've seen positive, improving ter- internal since then. Not positive across the board, but improving. And that is the signs of a bottoming process. Even in a down market like this, that is what we're looking for. And there's some other things out there that we're paying attention to. The VIX today was down again, down 7% today. It hit a high of 85 at its peak. It's now at 61 now, it wouldn't be down 27% since last week if things were continuing to get worse. That is a positive here. That is, again, the sign of a bottoming process. Now, we did get negative internals on the day, declines being out of advances a little over 2 to 1 negative, and new highs and new lows are going to continue to play catch up for some time but volume was most interesting today as the NASDAQ actually had solid positive volume on the day. That is another strong signal of a bottoming process taking place. Now, let's take a look at our sectors on the day. We did finish with 10 out of our 11 sectors negative. We got one positive, which was consumer discretionary up slightly on the day. Our biggest loser was utilities, followed by communication services, technology, and real estate for our sectors. But like I said, in the tech sector, semis, strong day-to-day. That's what we want to see. That is our market leader right there. We look for the rest to follow. Now looking at our commodities on the day, we've gotten a lot of questions about gold. As it really, you know, hasn't performed like most people think that it would as a safe haven asset. But you gotta remember, it really has held up pretty solid. When you look at our major indices, down 30, 35% from their all-time highs. And gold just down, you know, a little over 10%, about 12 or so, and rallied today as well. But remember, after the financial crisis of 2008-2009, it took some time for gold to do its thing. But once it started to, from 2008 to 2011, GDX, the gold miner ETF, was up 276% during that time period. And we want to see the miners continue to lead. That's a very bullish sign. And they did so today as the miners were up 6.72% for GDX, the miner ETF. But gold having a solid day up 5.23% now to 1,562 an ounce. And we do remain bullish on precious metals and miners here. Silver had a big day today as well. Now up 7.39% to 1,330 an ounce Copper, as an industrial metal, continues to move lower now down 4.08% today to $2.08 a pound. Oil is up today, still just being. I can't believe I'm even saying some of these numbers. Oil at 23.62 a barrel, up. That's after being up 4.37% today. Uh, that's just you know pretty incredible the sell-off we've seen in oil. Lastly, here. Bitcoin, again, back above its $6,000 a Bitcoin mark today to 6.47% now to 6,323 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. And especially during this time, any questions, please feel free to send them our way. You can reach us at support at vrainsider.com. We're here for you through this, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.